Good day to you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Film Focus, episode 142, the review for The Batman. Well, hello there, ladies and gentlemen of the North, South, East, and West, and welcome to another episode of Film Focus. I'm your host, the Hypers on the 55, and I'm glad that you decided to join me once again for some film-related discussion. And here we are, in the early side of March, the Batman is upon us. And I am so glad to finally be able to talk about this film, because the wait for this film has felt insane. I don't believe I have felt such a ridiculous level of hype for something since probably Avengers Endgame. And the crazy thing is, even though I was stupidly hyped for Spider-Man No Way Home, I think just because this new interpretation of Batman had so many interesting elements from what I saw from the trailers and obviously having Matt Reeves involved, I was just stupidly curious to see what was going on. And the marketing for the film just presented me with visual imagery and sounds that was just speaking to me at my core. So I just waited and waited and waited. I was just like, just get me to March, baby. I need to see that. And now that it's done, it feels weird that I've actually seen the film now. And I did wait like an extra day to actually watch it because under normal circumstances, I would have watched it straight away on opening day. But since me and my friends and my sister decided to assemble a crew to watch it in IMAX, we waited just that one bit extra. And luckily I didn't get spoiled on social media, I went to watch it in IMAX in London and good god was that an experience and a half. But we'll get to that when we get to the review itself. But yeah, gosh, <laughs> I'm very giddy to be able to talk about this film. Now, it's been a few days since I saw it and I decided, you know what, I was going to sit on it for a little bit, just let it stew around in my mind because I feel like for the most part... Not many things have changed, although there are a couple things that's been brought to my attention the more I thought about it. So when it gets to the review itself, I'm going to be very, very careful about how I choose to phrase this because the best way to experience this film, as with most films, is to watch it clean because there is a minor amount of details that you could discover if someone said the right or wrong kind of thing. So I was very meticulous about how I chose to choose my words for this review so don't worry there's not going to be any spoilers here I may do a spoiler episode later on down the line but we shall see um, but for the time being we're going to start these reviews as we usually do with the story then move on to the characters presentation and the overall conclusion so without further ado ladies and gentlemen let's jump in okay so the plot for this film can be summed up as the following Set after two years of crime fighting, the film sees Batman uncover corruption in Gotham City while pursuing the Riddler, a serial killer who is targeting Gotham's elite. And as a way for me to sum up the plot without going into the area of spoilers, I really enjoyed this story. It's very engaging from the outset and only continues to draw you in as the plot progresses and gets deeper, crazier and more elaborate. Having seen a few different versions of Batman over the years, there are familiar beats that you'll recognise. However, this film handles its subject matter in a way that feels like it hasn't been done before and with a great amount of intricate detail. 
it's a mystery thriller that incorporates action as well and it felt so nice to see something so methodical being applied to Batman after so many years of waiting. And also there is no way to get around it, this film is pretty dark, bleak and at times disturbing. While nothing too over the top, considering that even though it's a 15 rated film over here it's technically a PG-13 over in the states so it's technically closer to a 12. But this is probably the deepest we've jumped into the emotional abyss when it comes to Batman content. So firstly, don't take your children when it comes to, you know, parents outside of the UK. But in all serious though, there is a surprising amount of heart and humour sprinkled around the film just so you can calm down a bit. You can also tell that this film was meticulously crafted. Everything has weight, has purpose, and there is a number of moving pieces that don't immediately show you what it's about. But once certain revelations come to light, everything starts to click. And you can't help but marvel and appreciate all the work that went into this from the writing perspective, but also how Matt Reeves was able to steer this ship with such confidence as well. So, is the plot flawless? No. I would say there's a couple of things that hold it back. One, I don't think the film needed to be as long as it was. While it didn't drag too badly over the course of the film, I definitely felt around two thirds of the way into it, there were certain things that could have been trimmed down. And then by the end, there were certain bits where I'm just like, yeah, this didn't necessarily need to be here. I think you could have shaved some stuff off of the runtime and it would have been a little better for it. And there's also another thing that happens towards the end, which I cannot say because it's very spoiler specific to the plot, but I will say that I'm not sure how I feel about it at the moment. I guess we'll have to see how this universe expands over the course of like, you know, the future TV shows, a potential future sequel film that this will get. But there was something about where that certain thing happened where I'm just like, I'm not sure how to feel about that. I kind of wish it wasn't there. But beyond that, this was a really captivating and just wonderfully told story. So now let's talk about the cast and I think everybody did a great job. So let's start with Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne, AKA Batman. This version of the character is a lot more brutal bitter and single-minded and fights for justice but in his own unique way. He also hasn't perfected his craft yet so he still makes mistakes and when he gets into fights with a bunch of people there's still that element of danger that he could be killed. I also like how Batman and Bruce are presented in this film. We see more of his mental state and how the line between both personas is pretty thin. And I think Pattinson killed it. I know there's been a lot of people that still can't get over his previous days in the Harry Potter and more notably the Twilight franchise, but he's come so far as an actor since then. People really just need to get over themselves. He was so good. You could see that he threw himself into this role and I really liked how stoic and intense he was, but you could tell whenever you saw his eyes that there was more going on without him having to say words. I also loved Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle aka Catwoman. I liked how aloof yet crafty and tactical she was and it was always more going on with her than she let on. And as Catwoman I appreciated her burglary skills, how confident and swift she was but you could also tell that she was still early in her days of being a cat burglar. I also appreciated that Selena had a little bit more depth to her character than the previous incarnations that we've gotten. and how she played into the larger narrative was great. I also have just been a big fan of Kravitz as an actress for a while now 
and she's always been super beautiful but in this film good gravy she is gorgeous and her screen time and on-screen chemistry with Pattinson was really good and then you have Paul Dano who was bloody insane as the Riddler this villain is a demented serial killer who is on a mission to root out the hidden truths and expose corruption within Gotham but he obviously uses much more lethal methods to get his point across He's scary, very intense, and is a deplorable individual. But he's also quite smart, and the layers that he goes to to make his plans happen is very impressive. Dano was just really, really good. And as the film goes on, you see how his plans get crazier and more disturbing. It's just like, mate. Dano, I think this is probably like the most... like. Uh, involved role I've seen him in for a quite a few years and he really threw himself into the role as well I thought he was great and it was interesting to see such a unique interpretation of the character compared to what we've seen in like the animation department obviously when you want to compare him to the Batman Forever version and what we've seen in the comics as well and then you have this version of Jim Gordon who was played by Jeffrey Wright He's a man who's working within the confines of the law as a policeman and he wants to change things for the better but clearly he knows that there's certain things he can't do so that's why he has this uneasy alliance with Batman. And I just like this interpretation of the character. He was definitely hands-on and even though him and Batman have this alliance he definitely tries to step to Batman on a few occasions just says yo man you can't do this you need to operate this way or you're going to get in trouble. And Jeffrey Wright is such an amazing actor. I've been a big fan of his since I saw him in Boardwalk Empire. And ever since then, whenever I see him in certain films and TV shows, I'm like, ah, it's my guy. And he always puts in a good performance. And here, I really enjoyed what he brought to the Gordon role. And I also enjoyed his dynamic with Batman. And it led to some really fun and memorable moments as well. And of course, it would be rude of me not to mention Andy Serkis as Alfred. This version of the character seems to be more aware of how dangerous Bruce is, but rather than leave him alone entirely, he's there to help him and keep him grounded. And I thought Serkis did great in the role, I just wish we got to see more of him. And yeah, everybody else just did really well in their roles as well. Alright, and now we're going to talk about the presentation, starting off with the visuals and a good gravy. This film looks incredible. I love the use of colour heavy use of shadows and the sense of scope and vastness of the city. And speaking of the city, this is probably the best realized version of Gotham City we've had in live action since the Tim Burton films. Now I know technically Batman Begins had a bit of a style that they utilized for Gotham City in that film, but it wasn't nearly as elaborate as what's come before or what's come out since then, especially when we're talking about this film. This version of Gotham feels like it has so much uniqueness to it in terms of its architecture, its size, its scope, how it feels dirty and also feels classic and kind of old but also with some modern elements incorporated as well. It looks just very very nice and there are many scenes in this film where you just feel like you could pause it, screenshot it and it would look like an amazing piece of art that you could hang on a wall. Greg Frazier did a really good job as a cinematographer Coming off of films like Zero Dark Thirty, Rogue One, and Dune, I knew that we were in safe hands when he was announced to be the cinematographer for this film, and he really helped give all the locations such a distinctive feel, and everything looked like it was just wonderfully and meticulously done for some of the camera shots that they had for 
some of the action scenes and the chase sequences, it was just really well done. And I also appreciate how the action scenes were handled, uh, specifically when it came to the hand-to-hand -hand combat scenes. Because not only did you have these scenes with characters that were done in a stylish way when it came to shot composition, lighting, and locations, but you also got pretty long takes where you got to see Batman or Catwoman fight against people with minimal editing and at a decent distance away from the characters so you could see what was actually going on. And there were so many memorable sequences in the film and even scenes from the trailer that had impact during that point are still so good in the context of the film as well. And some of them are extended in the film as well so you just get to experience that joy all over again except just even larger. And how can I talk about this film without mentioning the amazing score by my boy Michael Giacchino. Now anyone who has listened to this podcast for a certain amount of time will know about how much I appreciate this man and his musical compositions that he's done over the years. And I feel he's killed it with the Batman. The best way to describe this score is beauty within the darkness. But to elaborate a little bit more, his score is very moody, intimidating and haunting. But in the midst of that darkness, there is hope and a heroic side as well. The music complements the action on screen and adds an extra layer of emotion and engagement. I think certain tracks are some of the best material that Chikino's composed, and it feels like he's taken the best aspects of some of his previous scores and pushed himself to create something that's a little bit more familiar, but also unique, aggressive, and more visceral than what's come before. And yeah, if you listen just ever so slightly, you can feel a few shades of some of the scores he's done before, like The Incredibles, Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol, the last two Planet of the Apes films, and maybe just a little bit of Star Trek as well. It's just very, very good. And I know that they introduced the main themes for the film before it came out, so they released the themes for Batman, Catwoman, and The Riddler. The only one I did listen to was the Batman theme, and it was pretty good, but listening to it in the context of the film and then listening to it afterwards, you have such a greater appreciation for it. This new theme song is beautiful, it's dark, it's intense but hopeful, but that main piece, which I can understand is a little repetitive because it's used throughout the majority of the film, I love it. It sounds like, for lack of better terms, the boogeyman or a grim reaper is coming after you and you're literally in your final moments before that dude just jumps out of the shadow and jumps on you. That Batman theme is is it's been living in my mind for the last few days and I listened to pieces of the soundtrack over the last couple of days but then last night I was like you know what screw it I'm just gonna listen to the whole thing and that is one hour and 50 minutes of really really good stuff. I just love how haunting and sort of Halloweenish it kind of sounds. It's very, very elaborate. It's beautiful stuff. And I think it's probably going in my top 10 of Michael Giacchino's work so far. It's really, really good. I could gush about this for a while, but I know that no one wants to hear me talk about film scores for that long, so I'm going to cut it short. So now we come to the conclusion. In the end, I really, really like the Batman. In a lot of ways, it has so many of the elements that I look for in a Batman story, in a superhero story, and also just in an action thriller as well. The performances were great. The story was deep and engaging and has so many cool aspects to it. The music, as I said before, is fantastic. And again, it just looks really good. 
again, there's a couple things within the plot that I would have changed or would have liked to have seen removed, and I do think that runtime was a little long, but in the grand scheme of things, this film is great, and I would definitely, you know, give my seal of approval and recommend it to you. Now, if you're not a fan of, like, the darker side of Batman, I'm not sure how much this film will, you know, was it change your mind? Because it's a different interpretation, but at the same time, there's certain things that are familiar. And I have seen online that there were some people that didn't take to the film. Some people that didn't take to certain aspects of it, which again, I can't speak to because that's talking about spoilers. But yeah, I will understand that there are people that say this film isn't for them. I've talked to a couple people who said that they had certain issues, and I will be interested to see what the conversation is like about this film once it comes out on HBO Max and people have had more time to sit with it. I am very curious about where the future of this franchise is going to go because as a singular film, I do quite enjoy it. But I know that they've obviously got a few TV projects in the work that they're going to like try and spin this off of. Sort of like how they did a Peacemaker spinning off from the Suicide Squad. Whether it will work, it will really just depend on the creative talent involved. I'm curious, but you know, at the same time, you know, was it a tiny bit concerned? But We'll cross that road when we get there. Anyway, now I turn it to you, ladies and gentlemen. Have you seen The Batman? And if you did, let me know what you thought of it. Did you love it? Did you hate it? Are you in between? And um, if you have seen it in IMAX, let me know. IMAX is a great way to check this film out, believe me. Um, I had a great time with my friends and my sister on the weekend. And yeah, I guess the only other things to mention is that at the start of the episode, you might have heard I have a new theme song. And, oh gosh, it's so nice to have a custom-made theme song for the podcast. I've been meaning to get that done for about maybe a couple years now. But I just didn't have, like, the right people involved to try and make that happen. Then I met this amazing guy during the Christmas period. His name is Indy, and he makes some really fantastic music. And he was able to come up with the new theme song that you can hear. He's a top man. Thank you, Indy. You are a top geezer. And uh, that will be our new theme song for the rest of the podcast. I hope you enjoy these new sounds. Beyond that, you can find me on Twitter, where I'm at Hypersonic55 or at FilmFocus55. Check out the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Spotify. And yeah, I think that's about it for the time being. Until the next time, I guess, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Hypersonic55 signing out. Peace. Peace.